Hello and welcome to FitLife Radio, the place where you can learn a little bit more about how your body works and find new ways to improve your health. I'm your host Petyu and I hope to provide you with as much valuable information and inspire you to become a better version of yourself. What's going on guys and happy new year, happy new 2022. Um, I wish you all the best and mostly I wish you health because with health everything else is just easy and it's more enjoyable. Um, welcome to the very first episode of uh, FitLife Blueprint. Um, it's your host Petio and today's episode is going to be not a special one but it's going to be uh, I, I believe is um, it's perfect for this time of the year because um, I've seen quite a lot of um, people falling into this trap and uh, me as well I've like I've, I've been fighting with this for many years uh, so I thought it's, it would be kind of interesting to go over this subject and to actually discuss it in more details because it's uh, you know it's something that can help us improve quite a lot in uh, in our journey especially with the new year's resolution with all the motivation and all the goals that we set to ourselves um, it's it's better to know it and to um, to learn it from experience rather than uh, do the same mistake it's not a fa- fatal one but still um, today's topic is called how to survive the post-holiday syndrome now i call it post-holiday syndrome because for me personally what i've seen and uh, what i experience is uh, it's exactly this like after the holidays or after a certain period of time where we are pretty much off diet or training or just like we kind of switch off and you know enjoy a little bit more stuff in excess we tend to um, experience the post-holiday syndrome which means that we are so tired of the way we felt Uh, we uh, battle with some insecurities and we believe that um, we have to go back we have to compensate for what we've done for two weeks so uh, we have to go back as soon as possible to the gym and start training and start restricting and over time uh, o- oftentimes that um, at least in my experience results in uh, well quite self-sabotaging effect <laughs> if i can uh, say it this way because um, we as human we like to overdo everything and uh, we like to go to extremes of course uh, it's it seems to be pretty hard to find the balance between what's good and what's bad or yeah to keep some sort of a momentum going so uh, I thought why not actually talk about this and um, you know see if someone can benefit from it Um, um, uh, the previous episode was called um, how to not gain a pound uh, during the holidays or uh, basically I referred does this um, kind of a holiday moment as uh, another like uh, you know it's a holiday syndrome which uh, we've all experienced where uh, we are kind of like um, you know instead of truly 
focusing on what's important and being with our family and friends and enjoying food or even alcohol and don't really uh, you know stressing so much about our goals uh, we often tend to compensate and do well quite extreme stuff so i talked about uh, over consuming during the holidays and feeling guilty about it i talk about overtraining as well uh, during the holidays uh, so i really hope that it reaches a lot of people and you know they kind of manage to um, overcome this feeling of guilt during the holidays but uh, you know for me certainly uh, certainly i i managed to to deal with this because i have battled it for so long and uh, i can say that this year uh, i was two weeks in holidays in bulgaria and i think i managed to um, spend a really good quality time with friends and family and uh, i was not stressing about food or um, you know macronutrients of course i tried to make sure that i prioritize you know protein and you know i eat pretty healthy stuff but i wasn't stressing about um, how much carbs i eat or how much uh, cake i try you know like or i wasn't stressing about if i drink one or two glasses of wine or champagne um, you know i managed to also not stress about uh, training or working out uh, i train once or twice uh, just for fun you know like I, I made sure that I move quite a lot but I wasn't really stressing about um, you know a, a certain routine that I have to follow so um, my point is that even though we managed to overcome those like holiday syndrome straight after the holidays we want to start again and here it comes the post holiday syndrome now I have a blog written about it, if you want you can go and check it out, but I refer to the post-holiday syndrome as basically um, the compensation that we do after the holiday period. So yes, let's say we manage to overcome all the, the problems that we might have in the during the holiday period and we manage to s completely switch off. Oftentimes after we go back, we want to go uh, as quickly as possible to training the same way we want to uh, you know maybe we tend to go on a certain diets or whatever because we feel like we did you know over consume or whatever so um, this is actually the first thing that I would like to talk about and it's over consuming now I talked about it in the last episode um, but I'm gonna actually probably say it again and, or try to highlight it as much now, oftentimes we do think that we uh, overconsumed a lot during the holidays, and we definitely do. Like, uh, like if I talk about me personally, like of course I overconsumed, one hundred percent. Like there were so many good meals or new meals that I want I wanted to try. So of course, like two hundred percent, I overconsumed. Um, but the thing is. Oftentimes, like if we manage not to stress the next day when we overconsume, uh, we kind of like wait until the holiday finish and then we stress about it uh, after. Like, even though we overconsumed a bit, I would like to say that it's very less likely that we overconsume that much. Now, um, our body pretty much has 
the ability to regulate how much food we eat and uh, it's not on a daily basis but it's more like a weekly basis or so so um, you probably have experienced this before where um, maybe you had like a little bit more food uh, at night or uh, for dinner and the next day you feel a little bit maybe off or tired or um, you know definitely full and uh, not wanting to eat as much or maybe you will have breakfast but you would not have uh, the typical breakfast your typical breakfast uh, and it would be just something you know small maybe like a fruit or something like that so my point is that the brain knows how much calories we need on a regular basis and even if we over consume for a few days or for a few meals um, it will try to self-regulate somehow um, so that's the like that's the thing that i would like to like really highlight because you know it's like guys look probably a month ago no more uh, i did wanted to put some some um, some weight and i calculated and everything and uh, i actually intentionally started to bump up my calories um i tell you what is super hard like it might be easy for one or two days to bump your calories but then if we talk about like long term it's super hard to bump your calories with like three or four hundred or even you know a thousand um, you know especially if you are used to s like certain amount of calories before so like uh, you know let's say that we are used to two and a half thousand calories every day and now for three days we like it's christmas or uh, it's new year's eve or we are somewhere for you know for the, like those three days around uh, new year's eve and like we over consume like we're not really going to consume uh, like m more than thousand calories you know like maybe let's say we're gonna consume 500 calories more once or twice but then the body is pretty much going to like feel it and is going to self-regulate and is going to say well look we're not hungry anymore like we had plenty of food yesterday it was nice but it's enough we we have it so my point is that we shouldn't really stress about that and um, the the problem that happened um when we stress about over consuming is that we go to the other extreme after the holidays and we start to like drastically uh, reduce the calories so um, let me give you an example of course so uh, let's say those two weeks uh, i was on holiday and i ate a little bit more and i enjoy some foods and alcohol and stuff now for this week i'm gonna say well i'm going to be fasting uh, every other day and i'm going to limit myself to uh, 1500 calories because i have to compensate for all the food that i ate and uh, all the maybe 500 grams more than i put as a body mass or whatever um, now this is not the ideal situation but I, I i assure you that many people do it and i've done it so many times and uh, i'm trying to not do it right now and i'm trying to actually even though i feel like i don't really want to eat much i'm trying to go back to my previous um you know 
schedule of eating or uh, you know way of eating because i do want to go back on back on track but i don't want to um, fluctuate that much i don't want to go over or under a lot like i do want to uh, kind of like find the sweet spot again so instead of restricting again i'm just gonna start eating as i was eating before which may be 100 color 200 calories less it may be even 500 calories more it like it depends because i haven't tracked how much calories i ate during the holidays but i definitely know how much i was eating before and i'm gonna try to match uh, this now that doesn't mean that i'm going to stress about putting a bit of weight or losing weight or whatever because uh, what often happens is that when we start to um, under consume uh, we don't only experience uh, you know lack of strength or lack of uh, motivation or whatever because like basically you have we don't have enough nutrients but oftentimes like if we go to the extreme let's say i was eating 3000 calories before i ate around 3000 calories during the holidays and now i feel like i overconsumed because i didn't track and now i'm gonna like go down to uh, 1500 calories like that is going to not only um, reduce the amount of healthy foods that my body really needs but it's going to slow my metabolism down and uh, by slowing my metabolism yes maybe i'm going to lose some weight for sure i mean if i drop my calories uh, with 50 percent 100 percent i'm going to lose weight but after a week or two i'm gonna hit a plateau and i'm going to stop lose anything because my body is going to adapt to that, that new caloric intake and everything else i eat on top of that is going to be considered as a surplus for my body so my body is going to start adding more weight uh, unnecessary weight un unwanted weight because i didn't play my cards well so um it's something very very common um but i would like to really stress it out because um it's, it's very related to the New Year's resolution or like the New Year's goals that we set uh, because like oftentimes we will be so motivated to start, so motivated to lose weight and we, we will end up uh, really going to the extreme and doing something which is really not sustainable or uh, you know even affordable from time to time and uh, that's why statistically people like probably i don't know 60 70 percent of people that actually start or sign up for the gym in january they end up pretty much going for a month and or maximum two and then uh, they just give up because um, you know you start if you start uh, to push everything to the limit uh, sooner or later you're going to to burn out uh, that's you know that that is the same with food is the same with exercise um, so we should be able to approach the stuff uh, correctly and you know the right way because it's so important if you really want to to get the results we need and it's not going to happen overnight just like it didn't happen overnight that people get fat it no, it's not going to happen overnight that people's going to lose weight so uh, it's impossible that we get fat 
for one week during the holidays and it's going to be impossible to lose all those weight um, you know for another week or or two by starving it's it's not the case um, and uh, you know a lot of people instead of uh, changing the way they eat they might go uh, you know to the other way or to the other extreme which is training now especially for um, you know fanatics or enthusiasts or people that really like to go to the gym like myself um, you know I've done it many many times like I overtrained a lot you know uh, because I didn't understand how it works at that time and people don't understand as well especially if they're very new to the gym now it took me what six years to realize what I was doing like it's it's going to be impossible for the the average person that just wants to change the way they look to uh, you know to follow it the right way so what happens is or what people end up happen uh, what what people end up doing is that they overtrain they simply overtrain like um, you know we are so caught up in our goals or uh, we're so caught up in our insecurities that uh, we follow a certain routine before the holidays then uh, we you know it's pretty normal that we pretty much switch off and enjoy other stuff during the holidays and then we expect to go back to our previous routine after two weeks of rest well it's impossible that's literally impossible to happen and i mean it's it is possible to happen but it's oftentimes related to a lot of injuries or burnouts um, you know so a lot of time people also use training as a compensation like I've done it before so much uh, so many times like I would be like okay this is the time to do cardio why well nobody knows just because you know I felt like I have to do cardio to burn all the calorie calories that I potentially over consume or um, you know I felt like I would increase the intensity I felt like I should uh, add another extra day of working out just because I felt like uh, I wasn't training and I wasn't uh, you know eating right and I over consumed and I did everything wrong during the holidays so you know I have to con compensate by training a lot um, and that's that's really not going to help us that's really self-sabotaging because uh, like I like to give this uh, to every single person uh, that I work with and this is under training is going to give you some results but over training is going to give you none um, so I will repeat it like under training or not training enough is going to give you some results but over training or training too much or more than enough is going to give you none results so uh, oftentimes when we start uh, like think about it this way we had two weeks of uh, like not training we cannot start training uh, you know more than we were before or the same way when we were before because like we change uh, we we got used to another stimuli like look training is a stressor okay like going to the gym lifting weight is a stressor it's a stressor like we getting stronger and you know changing the way we look or the way we feel it's a it's an adaptation process for that stressor um, 
like this stress in order to uh, you know get better over time we have to slowly increase that stress but while allowing our body to get used to this stress so if we get two weeks off of course our body is going to get used to to be living without that stress so we cannot add the same amount of stress we were used to before because we need to build it up to this point so over like pretty much everything what we do during the first or second week after the holidays is going to be overtraining is going to be a lot and that's why we need to train really smart that's why we need to uh, focus on like really you know kind of not chill workouts but like you know going and practicing the move and really not stressing about burning calories or stressing about building muscles just like what we need to focus on is getting back to that momentum getting back to to the previous uh you know introducing against stressor to the body slowly and and surely in order to get back as fast as possible all right so like a lot of time I'd, i said it before and I, i'm gonna say it again like a lot of time uh we are going to overtrain just because we are stressed for uh for no reason just because we are stressed because that i don't know maybe we put some pounds or we put some weight on it but like overtraining is going to be even more stress and is going to set up like set a like everything for failure like I, i've said it before um when you overtrain, when you are um you know giving too much stress to your body your body is not going to like adapt and respond it's going to just heal and we want our body to get stronger with the right amount of stress with too much stress our body is not going to get stronger and learn to overcome that stress is simply going to be healing only without actually adapting because all the resources are going to be focused on healing because the damage is too much so overtraining is really not the case like uh, i'm going to uh, write another blog uh, about this subject specifically and then the next uh, episode is going to be probably related to that uh, but like just start with something with something small start slow uh go for a walk you know maybe like look i'm gonna talk only for myself personally because i already told you how um you know i spend my like my time so uh for the past two weeks um i wasn't very active it was pretty cold outside and yes cold is great but you like you know i wasn't very able to go out for a walk for like one or two hours so um I, I wasn't i didn't train uh i had other stuff to do uh, i spent time with my friends and family and oftentimes that was you know sitting somewhere or somewhere inside because i wanted to talk with them i wanted to spend time with them you know and connect with them so uh, you know i'm not justifying anything but it is what it is i acknowledge it and uh, i'm happy for it this is how i spend my time so this week i'm not going to compensate for it and i'm not going to get back straight into the gym like i'm going to walk today i'm going to walk one hour tomorrow i'm going to walk one hour the day after i might go to the gym i'm going to do some mobility exercises 
Um, the day after I'm going to practice squat. The day after I might go and practice some deadlift or I, I might have a rest day and just walk and then practice some mobility movements as well. So I'm going to try my best to go back uh, to my previous routine but I'm not going to uh, start where I ended it I'm going to start it pretty much from the beginning again and um, it's not going to last long until I get back the momentum but because you know obviously I was uh, you know I stopped training uh, for two weeks I didn't stop training for I don't know half a year but it requires this process so um, I'm actually very looking forward to the, the next episode where I'm going to discuss it in more uh, details. But for now, this is a thing what uh, you need to know about overtraining is that don't stress too much about it. Just go back slowly and uh, introduce again that stress to the body. Um, you know, I shared the way I think about it, I shared how I approach it um, and I think that it's quite important to talk about the reasons behind the post-holiday syndrome. Um, I mentioned insecurities, I mentioned stress, I mentioned you know uh, behaviors and stuff like that but I think it's quite, an, quite important to actually know why we end up like taking those decisions because um, Oftentimes they are pretty unconscious and uh, if we are aware of this um, we are able to act accordingly. So in my, um, well I shared before how I pretty much hate the fitness industry and like all the influencers that are just showing their bodies and selling supplements in order to uh, you know make money from people's insecurities basically but you know what's really the problem is that we are fighting constantly with those insecurities uh we want to look good we want to be rewarded with the approval of the others uh we want to uh, you know look good in social media and uh, that is really messing up with our minds uh that is really um well in reality it really doesn't work this way because like your friends and family are never going to care if you ate like 100 calories more or not or if you put like two kilos more or not or pounds uh, you know what's important is that we spend quality time with them and that's it and uh, of course we care about training of course we care about this uh, you know insecurities you know basically or trying to fight with those insecurities but um, like the thing is, health is far more important than the way we look, you know, um, like irrational decisions can be triggered by insecurities, uh, but oftentimes those insecurities are highly related to the way we look, not the way we feel. And um, that's pretty sad because, um, well, to a certain extent, uh, we might neglect the way we feel just in order to prove someone or prove to ourselves that we can look certain way. Um, and that oftentimes comes with a lot of problems. 
again i'm gonna talk about myself but like by giving you example uh, so when i because i have some injuries from before uh when i when the insecurity kicks in and i feel like i ate too much and i decide to uh, you know scale up the intensity of my workouts i tend to lift more than i should i tend to not care much about i mean i do care about technique but you know because i want to lift a bit more i'm gonna be like well you know five degrees off shouldn't really be a problem doesn't really matter what's important is that i give my body like you know all the stress it needs to to get better and you know after a while i start feeling those previous injuries because i neglect the way i move i neglect uh, the quality of the move uh, i neglect my health and uh, you know i end up pretty much burning out so uh, i like to uh, I might go back to the overtraining part, but I forgot to mention that I think it's the be the best way to actually explain it is like think about a car uh, and the performance of it. Now, if you try to get all the performance from the car while the engine is cold, you really um, you know risking to damage something. Well. Think of your body as that car. Now, before the holidays, you've been pretty much uh, keeping that engine warm and being able to rev it up to not the limits, but quite, you know, quite high. And then you pretty much stop the car for two weeks. Now, you're not going to start the car and straight away push to the limits. You have to let the car warm up as well. So you have to let your body warm up getting those one or two weeks kind of light training and introducing again the stressors because you risk your body to experience all the problems and injuries that might potentially happen and again i told you that happened to me often <laughs> like and that's why i'm trying to remind myself as often as as i can that those are just insecurities those are just um, you know temporary stuff that are not really important like what's really valuable it's the way we feel and the way we move and the way we live our lives in terms of quality now like nobody really cares how much i lift or how like many six <laughs> how many six packs but how many you know uh, you know how shred up shredded i am if i can't communicate with 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 anyone you know uh, if I don't feel like it doesn't really matter if I if I look great and you know uh, I look great on social media if I can't you know enjoy the time with my friends and family if I can't go out and walk around the way I want or if I can't perform the way I want so um, it's far more important to uh, acknowledge those insecurities that we have because it's completely normal everybody battles with insecurities everybody f have some internal fights everybody is influenced by social media uh, you know we all know about like how people look and we all want to look the same way it's completely normal but knowing or being aware of that uh, it's 
far more important because being aware of that is going to allow us to actually take the right actions according like to to the real problem and you know not really not let our, ourselves fail because oftentimes if we just allow our insecurities to control our decisions um, you know sooner or later we're just going to end up in a really really bad situation um, so because yeah like uh, I also wanted to mention that you know many people don't really have a lot of health issues and they um, like because pain is a great motivator uh, and you know with me having a lot of like not a lot of injuries but like having some cert certain injuries uh, you know over a week or two are going to pretty much stop me from overtraining but some people don't really have much injuries and they don't really experience that much pain from overtraining and that's a real problem I think not because I want people to have injuries but because uh, if you don't feel the pain you don't know when to stop so you might end up overtraining a little bit too more like too much or like more than you should uh, and uh, you know really not uh, doing a service to your body so I think to wrap up what I all this mess that I said um, I do want to say that maybe if we create a demand for feeling good rather than looking good we are actually going to get to get them both because uh, I oftentimes say that like looking good is I mean looking good might give you you know the way the way you want to look but it might take away from your health but look like being healthy uh, you know might actually give you the way you look as well you know what I mean so uh, you know if we just focus on the way we look oftentimes uh, we compensate with our health but if we just focus on the way we uh, we feel and if we focus on health oftentimes uh, you know looking good comes as a side effect so why not actually have both you know <laughs> why not uh, spend the right amount of time and uh, invest in the right amount of uh, you know training and uh, eating and just living you know in order to feel good and everything else is going to follow uh, I started this episode by mentioning that I wish to give you or to uh, I wish you only health or mostly health because healthy people are valuable like healthy people are those people that can save the world like right now we are entering pretty much third year of uh, you know pandemic and like healthy people can fight with that healthy people uh, have clear minds which can uh, you know come up with better solutions healthy people can fight uh, easily with 
whatever disease they they're attacked with or their bodies attacked with uh, you know of course i'm not saying that you know I, i'm not a doctor and i cannot fix anything but like if we are healthy we are just going to have greater chances to survive like i think you don't need to be a scientist to know that um like i just want to mention that i recently uh saw a, a statistic that 60 or 61 percent i believe it was uh, 61% of the people that were hospitalized with uh, the new virus uh, were actually, um, you know, were considered overweight. Uh, and like to be hospitalized obviously means that you has to be not a critical condition, but like you has like, you know, it has to be pretty hard. So, of course, like correlation is not causation but you know if we are healthier we will have greater chances to survive or it will be easier uh, or l less hard to deal with those stuff um, and I with anything else you know like healthy people have more energy he healthy people uh, you know demand less medicine healthy people demand less uh, inter interventions or uh, medical care because you know obviously healthy people don't need as much they're already healthy so uh, health is it's it's a gift honestly health is health is a gift that uh, we can all give to to ourselves if we truly want and uh, it's not hard but oftentimes it's neglected and it's masked with some other insecurities that we have so i highly encourage you to look at your health this year and uh, just try to make it a little bit better i've been i was thinking today about um, you know if we look at the health as a long-term investment uh, we might be able to actually get quite rich you know like nobody gets rich overnight and you know the greatest uh, or the like all the millionaires that didn't get uh, heritage or whatever like they started slow and they started investing every single day uh, like a really small amount of money and over time that became a huge fortune well think about it uh, think about your health the same way maybe if we invest a little bit like just a little bit you know maybe you know just a bit better food today or just a little bit more movement today or tomorrow maybe if we invest a little bit every single day in our health uh, over time we're actually going to be pretty healthy and uh, you know if health is a currency we will be pretty rich <laughs> you know if we approach it this way so um, it's not easy to switch focus but well maybe we should try maybe we should look at health as a, as a currency and maybe we should try to get rich of health who knows um, I think this is it for today and um, one more time happy new year um, and um, I will see you next time bye Thank you for tuning to FitLife Radio. I hope you learned something useful or at least had a bit of color to your commute. 
If you enjoyed the show, please share the love by introducing it to friends and family. And if you don't mind, please leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. Thank you for your support and until next time, stay fit.